This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 576 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And yeah, it's another good neighbor. We have Angela Fisher. The organization is Junior Achievement of Southwest Florida. Angela, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful this morning. How about yourself? I'm doing great and really looking forward to learning about Junior Achievement of Southwest Florida. I mean, you guys do so many great things and I'm all about the youth. Obviously, you guys are. So let's hear. Tell us about Junior Achievement of Southwest Florida. Well, thank you for having us this morning and let us tell you a little about Junior Achievement. We're a local not-for-profit and our main goal is to have um, to inspire and prepare young people to succeed right here in Southwest Florida. Um, we're dedicated to giving young people the knowledge and skills really that they need to own their economic success, plan for their future, and make smart academic as well as economic choices. And we do that by really our great mentors and volunteers. We have um, a curriculum-based programs that we take into the schools to after-school programs uh, with a special, we partner with other not-for-profits and other at-risk youth to bring these programs in to be delivered by our volunteers, which are our community members. Um, and that really gives students the chance to connect with our community and really learn relevant hands-on experience related to uh, financial literacy, work career readiness and entrepreneurship. So JA, JA like the big umbrella of, of a JA is really about economic development, youth development and education development. So you, you've got all kinds of things going on and, and certainly, you know, getting in the schools and, and providing that mentorship, that direction. You said success, keeping it local. You're doing events and are, are they kind of getting back on track after the not, not that after COVID? I mean, we're still a, a work in progress here, but do you foresee that picking up again in the 20, what are we at, 2022? <laughs> yeah, isn't it? It's just kind of made everything kind of a blur since COVID. So we haven't really had um, our events as far as fundraising events. And that's how, you know, we uh, provide these services and that's an important piece. Yeah. yeah, to our community. <laughs> so that's the big piece of our revenue so that we can provide yeah. this. Um, I will tell you that we do have a big event we're planning that we honor every year, except we've had a little bit, you know, during COVID change there, is our uh, JA Hall of Fame. And that will be held um, April 19th of 2022 in person. And we have that right. every year where we honor um, several local businessmen or women that are leaders in our community that are good role models for not only our students, but their peers. And really, they um, exemplify what Jay is all about, the entrepreneurship, the uh, creative thinking, good ethics, uh, you know, and the role model piece. So we'll have that in April. But I will tell you that COVID did, um, it, as it made a change for a lot of us, our mm -hmm. programs are typically in the classroom or in a not-for-profit or, you know, uh, after-school space. And with COVID, as you know, early on, every everyone was sent home and then we went back into uh, a semi-normal mode of where, you know, classes took back up, but uh, volunteers weren't allowed in the classroom. Mm. So during that time, from the time that um, the students were first sent home in March of, you know, I'm like you, what year? Of 2020 <laughs> here, yeah. uh, we immediately took all of our programming online and digital. So we quickly became 
instead of, um, you know, reactive, we were very proactive of getting yeah. everything out there. And I will say that our not-for-profit partners, the school districts, after-school programs, were really happy to have those resources so that students could still uh, learn about financial literacy, how important it is to have a good credit score, to save. Uh, what is that car costing you if you get a loan for those 16-year-olds mm -hmm. or going to college? Um, so it was really nice to have that opportunity. And so over this last year, we took all of our programs virtual, which means students could come online. We met everyone, everyone where they were at. So we had our programs uh, virtual. One of our biggest programs we have coming out, I want to tell you about, it's called JA Inspire. And this is a curriculum-based program for every eighth grader in Lee Collier in Charlotte. It's a fabulous program. It teaches them about what businesses, it's really about career planning and exploration. It teaches them about what businesses are here, what jobs are available. So they can start thinking about what they wanna do. I, I really see JA Junior Achievement is filling the gap in youth development, specifically around career planning, financial literacy. And that has a direct influence as we all know on students' future in our economy here. Yeah. So this JA Inspire really has because it's connecting the students with that. And then it culminates with an in-person event with businesses with a hands-on experience. So they learn, wow, mm -hmm. if I worked here, this, this is what would happen. Now, COVID prevented that in-person event, but we still did provide the curriculum and programming to students virtually. And we provided them the business piece virtually online. Wow. So wow. it was a great opportunity, but we can't wait until November yeah. of 2022 to get the students back at that live experience as well. Well, and what I love about that is, you know, I, I think the best students in schools are the ones that are motivated for the future. You know, they really have an idea of where they want to go. And therefore, there's 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 even more reason to stay in school, be, be focused and, and, you know, be more involved in school. Uh, and the fact that you guys are exposing eighth graders to the future and all the great possibilities, uh, that's what an experience. Boy, I wish I had that. Uh, that's what I said, too. Uh, and actually, uh, you know, when we, we actually went to another JA and visited this program and that just cemented that we have the impact that it has both on the students, um, the community. You know, it helps. We're helping students develop that clear vision of success. Yeah. and a defined path to get there. And this helps that too, because we're back in in the high school age group too. So, you know, whether students are going right to work, a skilled trade, technical school or college, they have to have a path yeah. and, you know, decide that. And the earlier they decide that, meaning eighth grade and high school, yeah. I think the more connected they are to their, their future and the community, especially if you can connect them with local businessmen. And mm -hmm. You know, it's like that reason why, you know, why am I going to school? Well, Oh, because I have to versus what? Because I want to get into X, Y, or Z, right? And, and, right. and yeah, so that's a huge difference. Wow, that's great. Well, what about your journey, Angela? Tell us a little bit about how you, you know, got involved in all this. That's that. You know what? This is so great because we have some programs that we do that with students too, where we have, um, you know, business um, ladies and men come in and talk about how they got involved. Yeah. I actually. Um, you know, moved to Florida, had a totally different career path in mind. My husband, we came down here because my husband had a career opportunity and we're still here over 30, more than 30 years. Let me just say that. I don't want to date myself too much here. And, uh, you know, I started out in working in non-for-profit work and I have done that with youth and families at risk. And then I worked in aging services. So helping those that are older stay in their homes safely. I worked there many years. 
the opportunity to come to JA to me was just a passion. I get goosebumps now thinking about it was I had heard so many folks tell me that had struggled, whether it was young families. And then when I worked with aging that I wish I had someone to talk to me about dealing with my finances or learn how to budget, you know, as well as some of them saying, I wish I would have stayed in school and realized the importance of that. So that really led to me to thinking I have worked with younger and I've worked with homeless and then I've worked, you know, in the aging services. How awesome would it be to work with our youth now and start making that change for the future for all of them, which makes their um, future brighter, which makes our community's future brighter. It's just a win. It's just a win win. And to be able to connect with our business leaders and opportunities and for students to learn. If I want to do this, I have a great opportunity to have a job at this company right here that I know and I've made a connection with. So they not only do that, they connect and then stay here. So it's it's twofold. It's also a win for our businesses because we're we're developing that ta future talent pool. Wow. Good stuff, Angela. Yeah. How about when it comes to myths, misconceptions with junior achievement, what do you hear that you can uh, maybe enlighten our listeners a bit? I think some people assume that junior achievement, um, you know, they think, well, whatever it is, they're learning in school. So why do we need, you know, junior achievement? Mm -hmm. Junior achievement is really a community solution provider. We do work in partnerships with the school, but our schools, our other not-for-profits, our after-school and summer programs can't do everything. So, you know, it takes a whole community, you know, or they say a whole village, you know, to, to raise a child. So it really takes the whole community. And that's what we're really about is bringing the education community and the business community together for yeah. the betterment of our area youth. Yeah. I mean, something you said earlier, I think, really speaks to that, you know, just just simple things that aren't so simple that, that I know the schools don't have time to go through this, at least not when I was in school was with bouncing checkbooks, you know, car loans. How do you figure that out? You know, and and set yourself up in the beginning for financial success versus, you know, getting getting caught with you know crazy credit card debt that just consumes people and, and maybe steals five or 10 years of productivity from their lives because they're always playing catch up. So, yeah, we talk about that. It's much easier yeah. to keep a good credit score or not, you know, understand your spending. We have one volunteer. He comes in with like a a 30 pound weight and says, see these credit cards? He, he tells his story when he was super young. This yeah. is like carrying around this extra 30 pounds yeah. all the time. And then the loss of what you really paid for this in the end. Yeah. So it's just really, you know, um, basic stuff. And a lot of that isn't taught at home or in school. Yeah. And, you know, it's always much more exciting when somebody else tells you than it is yeah. if it's your parents or, uh, yeah. uh, you know, someone uh, at school. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's the other connection. And then just really um, making that bond, um, you know, with the students. It means it means a lot. And they're excited to have us into the mm -hmm. classroom or summer or after school programs. Yeah. You know, we had a, one high school student, several actually say, and they were in all seriousness, say, Could, I would love, is there, can my parents learn this? Or is there a program for my parents? Wow. Wow. So, I mean, yeah. how powerful is that if you have a young yeah. person already realizing, wow, that, this is something you yeah. know, speaks important. to the power and the importance of it. Yeah. What I'd um, really like to share is our big goal and what we're doing. We're providing every fifth grader, every eighth grader and every high school student J.A. programs throughout our three county area. 
That's our big goal. And as you can see, that's a big goal. And you can only imagine what sort of difference that would make for our students, our community and the, the business community itself as well. So, you know, we need everyone to get involved in any way they see fit, whether it's volunteering to get in the classroom. Um, it's, it's not that large of a commitment. Um, volunteer at events, uh, attend our events and support us so we can make this change we need in our community. Yeah. Back to it takes a village, right? Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. Well, how about outside of office hours? Uh, you certainly stay busy with junior achievement, but what are you doing for fun that you 30 plus year veteran of Southwest Florida? <laughs> <laughs> um, I spend a lot of time with my family. My husband and I love to travel. We have a little dog um, too. So she's my little, uh, since all my kids are grown, you know, yeah, when they went to school yeah. here and I raised here in this community. Um, just a, a lot of travel and family time, basically, and anything to try to stay healthy and younger. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Uh, and you know, I do I do have some other involvements. I'm on quite a few boards. Uh, I volunteer for Special Olympics. So I, I keep myself, you know, super, super yeah. busy. I'm passionate about our, um, you know, our local nature and animals. I, I love that too. So I just, yeah, it's all your about book. our community, you know, <laughs> I love it. How about when it comes to hardship life challenge, you know, what comes to mind a period of time that you could look back and say, yeah, it was a rough go made it through. And because of that, yeah, I've become uh, maybe stronger, maybe learn a lesson or two along the way. Anything come to mind? You know, I think one of the biggest things probably that stands out and maybe because it's still so close is um, the co the the uh, impact of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think a lot of uh, folks, you know, it, it was a struggle to deal with. But I think a lot of folks had like a bigger issue with that. And I think what I really tried to take away from it is what can we do? Let's not sit and wait for it to happen to us from a work perspective and even a personal. What what can we do to still be relevant you know, and be a support to our community. Yeah. 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 You guys really, uh, I mean, the fact that you made that pivot to the digital, you didn't waste any time there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And our, our team, it was a lot of, it was a lot of work and yep. it was a lot of different, but it was extremely worth it, um, yeah. you know, yeah. for us. Yeah. How about one thing you wish our listeners knew about junior achievement of Southwest, Southwest Florida? What would that be? I think it would be the impact that we make in general and how that can change and to just get involved and um, that even though you might not think you'd be good in the classroom, you'll be awesome. Love it. Love it. Uh, I know we have listeners who want to learn more, want to get involved and all that. What's the best way for them to reach out, get in touch, learn more? You can give us a call uh, at uh, 239-225-2590, or just jump on our website, which is probably the easiest way, at uh, jaswfl.org. Terrific. Well, Angela, thank you for spending time with us. Keep doing what you're doing. We wish you, obviously, the absolute best going forward there. Thank you. Thank you for having us on. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.